Life is Beautiful is an Academy Award-winning movie that was released back in 1997. Pope John Paul II saw it at the time in a private screening, and it quickly became one of his favorite films. The story itself is set in Italy just before and during the Second World War. About halfway through the film, the main character, a Jewish-Italian waiter named Guido, and his young son Joshua are taken away to a concentration camp. The remainder of the movie deals with Guido's many attempts, some of which are quite amusing, to shield his son from the horrible reality of this situation. That's his goal throughout the remainder of the film. For example, when they're on their way to the camp, Guido tells Joshua that his dad once took him on a quote-unquote trip like this, and that if he stays quiet and doesn't cry and obeys all the rules, he will win points. And when he accumulates a thousand points, he will win the first prize, a real tank that he can ride on. Well, little Joshua believes what his father tells him. Consequently, for the remainder of the movie, he thinks he's a participant in a game rather than a prisoner in a death camp. It's a great story. It's a great story of a man who loves his son so much that he wants to protect the boy's innocence at any cost to himself. Guido doesn't want his precious child to be wounded and corrupted by the evil that's literally all around him there in the camp. So he does whatever he can do, everything he can do, to shield him from it. We need more men, we need more women today who have this same protective attitude toward young people, many of whom are having their innocence stolen from them at a very young age through what they're exposed to on television, via the internet, in movies, in popular music, in school, through their friends, and sad to say, even sometimes by what they're exposed to in their own family. As Judy Brown, the president of the American Life League, put it in an article I read recently, she said, on a daily basis, we see the innocence of children eroded. Television, internet articles, and social media combine to allow children to enter a world of sexualization, and I would add a world of violence, at an earlier age. And adults and parents just seem to accept this. Indeed, even some embrace it and welcome it into their schools and their homes. When will we realize the damage we are doing? When will we say, enough is enough? She goes on in that article to talk about an America's Got Talent program that she and her husband had recently watched, a program in which a 12-year-old boy came onto the stage, told dirty jokes, and then got a standing ovation from many of those in attendance. Judy Brown writes, What's wrong with this picture? 
12-year-old child shocking only some and sending an audience of hundreds to its feet is probably a tiny peek into the culture we live in today. Unfortunately, because our culture is what it is at the present time, it's nearly impossible to completely preserve a child's innocence. Unless, of course, you lock the child up for the first 18 years of his or her life. Which, incidentally, I am not advocating, just to be clear about it. My point here is simply that even the best parents and teachers and priests and friends cannot shield a young person from every negative influence that's out there right now. But we can do some things to limit what children are exposed to, like restricting their internet access. And we must do these things if we love our young people. Because their relationship with Almighty God hangs in the balance. Please hear that. Their relationship with the Almighty One hangs in the balance. Both their relationship with Him here on this earth and their relationship with Him in eternity. You see, Jesus makes a connection in the Bible between childlike innocence and openness to God. He connects those things. For example, in today's Gospel text from Matthew 11, our Lord says, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. And then later on in chapter 18 of the same Gospel of Matthew, Jesus says these famous words, Amen, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. According to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, innocence and openness are closely connected in the spiritual realm, which is precisely why these assaults on the innocence of children are so prevalent today. They're not coincidental. They're part of Satan's strategy, his strategy against us in the 21st century. See, the devil knows something. He knows that the more innocent a person is, that is to say, the less influenced and corrupted a person is by evil, the more open that person will be to God's transforming grace. So Satan is desperately trying to destroy innocence in as many people as possible, as early on as possible, to gain a foothold in their lives. Because he knows if he can get a foothold, and if he can keep it, he gets their souls in the end. And that's always what he's after. That's always Satan's ultimate goal. So what about those who have completely lost their innocence in this way? Is there any hope for them? And how about the rest of us who've been negatively affected by the day-to-day -day evil we encounter in our lives? Is there any hope for us to be more open to God? Well, thankfully, the answer to both those questions is yes. And here's where the beauty and the power of the Sacrament of Reconciliation come into the picture. Confession, unfortunately, 
cannot restore every aspect of childhood innocence. That's the bad news. Because you can't go back in time, you can't start your life all over again. But the good news is, confession can restore the most important aspect of childhood innocence, which is sanctifying grace. That's the grace that makes us pleasing to God. That's the grace that makes us open to God. And most important of all, it's the grace that makes us ready for heaven. So if you've lost your innocence to any extent whatsoever, make sure you get to confession soon and have your innocence restored to the extent that it can be restored in this life.